Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the CEO of the company Kick House, Jessica Yarmi. Her website is thekickhouse.com. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. I look forward to talking with you about all things entrepreneurial and uh, and marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially because you're a new entrepreneur, which is quite amazing. Um, I know you mentioned we we're talking a little bit about this offline uh, that you are your background is in marketing, and then um, and now here you are doing the Kick House. Uh, before we kind of dive into um, maybe the the backstory of Kick House, like tell us what your company is about. Um, what do you what do, what do you do, and and who do you love to serve? Yeah, Kick House is a modern kickboxing concept. We have 35 locations franchise owned across the country. And really, our goal is to help our communities take their health and kick it up a level. So mm-hmm. our classes are coach led and really where everyone's been been working out at home and doing okay workouts. Um, we're really here to help you take it to the next level and really generate the results you're looking for. Yeah. And one thing I find so impressive about you, Jessica, and your company is that you started in the middle of the pandemic <laughs> in summer of 2020. Um, why? <laughs> tell, tell us about like, what, like, you know, middle of the pandemic, I'm going to start a company. Tell us that story. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a contrarian kind of move for sure. Um, when everyone's swimming in one direction, we certainly like started swimming in the opposite direction. But I think that's what's helped us um, grow so quickly and gain momentum so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something like 80,000 um, online fitness trainer options that started in the past 12 months. Um, mm-hmm. It's un- ungodly amounts of, of entrepreneurial activity happening in that digital space. Yeah. And yeah. really, we just embraced the the opposite and embraced the fact that um everything is, is digital for the moment, but can we get, um, our foot in the door, um, faster and take steps forward on the brick and mortar space and be ready with, with doors open when, um, when the world reopens. So we definitely took that, that contrarian kind of approach and it's not easy to do that because, um, you're definitely swimming against the grain, but I think where you have, good partners in the mix where you have, you know, a a squad of people who are trying to do the same thing and believe in the same thing that definitely makes it easier as an entrepreneur to, to start down that, that contrarian kind of journey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be a contrarian, but again, you're a a new entrepreneur and you're like, you know what, rather than it's funny. Cause you know, I, I think that entrepreneurs are already just we're just weird. You know what I mean? Like we're just already like out of the box kind of people, but you're like out of the box, out of the box <laughs> kind of person. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm going to go like this way where all the entrepreneurs are going that way. So it's just funny how like there's sort of is this trend, like, you know, going, I mean, right now, obviously going digital because of, you know, social distancing and, you know, and what have you, and just how difficult it is to have a brick and mortar business. Yet here you are, you know, again, 35 uh, locations later, making it happen. Yeah, I I would share with you a Warren Buffett quote that I love, which is risk comes from 
not knowing what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. it's not that I started this um, from nowhere. It's not like I woke up one day and said, I'm just (laughs) going to get into the fitness space and I'm going to start a brick and mortar business. I've been in fitness for the last 10 years Mm -hmm. in the brick and mortar space and um, have a complete understanding of this space. And so when the world started shifting around and all these different pieces were moving because of COVID, um, it was easier for me to identify where the opportunity might be Mm. and to feel confident to go in that direction um, when others were definitely looking at it like that's something that's super risky. It didn't seem risky to me because I have... I had that background in place already. Right. Exactly. It's not like you said, it's not like you woke up and you're like, I'm going to open up a gym. You know, it's like, you've been in the space for a long time. So then you, you were able to identify like, how can you take advantage of this situation at the time being of COVID? Um, Tell us uh, what, what can people expect when they uh, visit one of these locations? Well, I'd like to say that my at-home workouts are like 200 calorie kind of workouts. And Mm -hmm. when you go into a kick house facility, your workouts are going to be 600, 700 calorie kind of workouts. It's a coach led experience. And really the coach's job is to help you max out that time that you're spending at the studio. So, um, they're really meant to push you to that level that you can't push yourself to get to. Mm -hmm. So that's the benefit of, of coach led is just, um, you know, having that person, that accountability, that motivation to, um, to kick it to the next level. Yeah, definitely. I think nothing beats um, in-person coaching, right? Versus virtual coaching. And although, you know, it doesn't, you know, it's still possible for you to, you know, work out virtually with a coach. It, there is something super special, which I mean, I think everyone already knows just the benefits of, of working out in person. Yeah. And working out with other people, there's a peer pressure element. There's an accountability element. Um, I go into class and I don't want to let my coach down. I, right. I really want to push myself to that next level. Whereas at home, I'm I'm on a fitness app and I get tired, I get bored, I jump over to Instagram and then, right. okay, 30 minutes later, I'm done with my workout. Right. So um, it hasn't been great for people at home. It hasn't been good for people during the shutdown. Yeah. We're all coming out of this less healthy than we were before. We're all coming out of this more stressed than we were before. Yeah. So we're really going to need that, that rebound. And, and that's oh, not yeah. something that we could expect people to, to be able to do on their own. You know, we have to rebound together. We have to rebound coach led. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to think about, you know, all the unfortunate injuries that come uh, with working out by yourself and, and trying to do what you normally wouldn't do. You know, I know uh, someone I was talking to um, recently who's a uh, physical therapist. Um, she mentioned that a lot of uh, her clients um, had a lot of, uh, let's say, like shin splits because a lot of people started running during the pandemic. But they, this was the first time they were running in like forever. And the first time they ran was like five miles, you know, after years of not running as much. And so, you know, having that coach, you know, one, it's, it's just good to have that, you know, peer pressure, that good peer pressure, as you're mentioning, but it's also even a safety measure to make sure that you don't hurt yourself. Absolutely. And, and I think it's worth noting that the injuries that we're coming out of the shutdown with, they're not just, they're not just physical. Like we are stressed out. We are lonely. You know, there's so much that's going on in people's worlds and in people's minds that the ability to like literally hit a bag kick a bag. There's an element of stress relief there that's priceless. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, that reminds me of when I did start going to a kickboxing gym and just how therapeutic it was to punch something. Like I I'm like formerly a Cali girl and I'm here living on the East coast for the first time, experiencing the four seasons (laughs) for the first time in like forever. And, um, and it feels it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's a culture shock, you know? And so to have an outlet, like where my husband comes from the Midwest. So this is like completely, (laughs) you know, normal for him. So to have had that outlet to just kind of punch things out, like was just, was just amazing. And so I I imagine that, you know, um, people that attend, attend these locations feel the same way. Yeah. I think that's why there's so much demand right now is it's not just the calorie burn, but it's the stress burn. You know, I need to get the stress (laughs) off. I need to get the pounds off. All of this just needs to reset. We all need a reset from the past 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that you're really passionate about, Jessica, is helping entrepreneurs start their businesses um, without uh, being without doing it on their own. And um, you really like to, um, I have here that you like to uh, encourage the franchise model for these entrepreneurs. Can you tell us about, you know, the benefits of um, starting a business, let's say via uh, with a franchise? Yeah, I, I love the franchise model. It's super powerful. I first was exposed to the franchise model working on the agency side. I was working on the Burger King business Mm. and talk about like a deep dive into the franchising world. There's a huge system with thousands of franchise owners, but there's real palpable energy to that system, especially when everyone's moving in the same direction. So I love the balance in the franchise system of taking that entrepreneurial spirit but then bringing it together and getting consensus across entrepreneurial spirit and really having multiple entrepreneurs like marching in the same direction, working together toward the same goal. And um, I, I do believe that it's a great way to get into your first business because you are you're on your own, you own your own studio, but you're not, you're not on your own. You're part of a franchise family. You're a part of a, a network of other entrepreneurs who are really pursuing the same thing. So you have all the benefits of, of ownership, but then you have all these additional benefits of collaboration and teamwork and really being a part of something, something bigger. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to move faster as an entrepreneur, you know, in your own small business. Yeah. I really like that perspective on franchises. I've never done one myself, but, um, when I would hear about them, I would think like, Oh, like I don't really get to um, do certain things. I'm going to be limited, you know? And I just really like, um, I mean, of course, I think it depends on the type of personality um, to get into franchise. And like you said, it's great for people who want to have that ownership, but also have the support. And unfortunately for a lot of entrepreneurs starting out, it, it's a very lonely journey. And when you make it to the top, it is a very lonely journey. So I really like the um, the franchise mod- model um, in the way that you explained it because of that communal aspect that like, hey, you're, you know, we all have this shared common goal to uh, be successful. Um, at the same time, you own your business. Like, this is your business. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm on my own entrepreneurial journey right now. And I can connect to that idea that of, there are some days that are really tough and to be a part of a franchise system, when you have those tough days, 
you have a phone call you can make. You have multiple yeah. phone calls you can make. You can call other owners. You could say like, hey, are you feeling this too? You know, COVID, it's so tough. Like there's so many owners who are just really, you know, fighting for their lives in their yeah. brick and mortar businesses. You can call the corporate team, the support office. Hey, like I'm feeling this. Like, can you help me through this tough, tough task, tough day, whatever. But you have those people around you who can, um, balance out, you know, when, when you're feeling like it's a tough day, you're not that solopreneur who just has to power through the the tough day, but yeah. you have a, a team of people, a family of people around you who can support you through those times where you're, you're doubting, like, was this the right <laughs> thing to do as a, you know, start my own business? Um, you have <laughs> right. that team, like, absolutely. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that. It's great to, it's one thing to have a coach, but it's another thing to, um, be walking this journey with other people that, you know, are using the same, uh, franchise model. Um, I imagine that there's a kind of, uh, I want to call it like franchise culture that you have. How do you maintain, you know, your relationship with the franchise owners? Yeah, the culture is a big, it's a big thing. And as you grow in size, it's easy for your culture to, um, maybe thin out, you know, as you bring in new people and quickly grow. So we have um, four kick house convictions that we really try to, to build on and encourage all owners to like bring to life in their studios. Mm -hmm. The one that I'll share um, right now that's important is resilience. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, we're a brand that started during the pandemic. And so there is this element of, you know, what days are going to be tough and we're going to fight through that. And we're going to encourage our team members boots on the ground at the studio level to, to fight through that. Yeah. So, um, I think it's important to, to have, you know, common values that are communicated up front and then, you know, have those consistent touch points to, um, bring everything and tie everything back to those values. Like, what are we doing this month? How does it tie back to our values? Mm -hmm. What's coming up next month? How does it tie back to our values? And just consistently, um, you know, share like what that mission is and, and how it's going to, how our activities today, like how is what we're doing today going to help us get one step closer to our goal? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's awesome. And, you know, um, I imagine that you're very proud of yourself because as a new entrepreneur kind of starting off on your own and building everything <laughs> uh, from the ground up, this must be like, in a way you kind of like birth these babies and it's like, Oh, this is my family. Now I started with nothing, but here I am with this whole community and this whole family. Jen, I'm going to be proud of myself when I get to 200 or 250 <laughs> locations, there you, you know, go. I think, um, making it through this last 12 months, you know, that's like, uh, that's the small step. And really like the big steps are going to be, okay, we, we survived the pandemic, but now what, you know, mm. like, is this, is this business strong enough to, thrive post pandemic. And, yeah. um, I think that's really like the, that's what I'll feel proud of is like standing the test of time. And I think every entrepreneur really looks at what they build and there are certainly things you want to celebrate in the short term, but you're building for the long term. you know, you're building right. for that, like two year goal, that five-year goal. And, um, it's great that we've had some early wins and I love the momentum that's come from those early wins but we got to keep on winning. You know, there has to be like, what are we doing tomorrow? That's going to help us win, you know, next week. And it has to keep on moving in that direction. And that flywheel has to keep on, keep on going. So right. you and I will connect in a couple of <laughs> years. 
and then we'll yeah. be proud. <laughs> I'll check, I'll check in later. I'm like, how's it going? How many locations now? <laughs> but exactly. I, I also, um, I also appreciate that spirit because, you know, I think that, um, it could, you could easily, uh, kind of let your ego, you know, um, go up just because you're opening up all these locations and it seems like it's growing and it's successful, but, you know, I think that's the entrepreneurial spirit of looking ahead and making sure that it's great now, but let's, con- let's continue to uh, make that sustainable and be mindful of when, um, we do get to a certain level of normalcy again, and people are pent up at home. And what if there's an influx of your services, right? When people just want to go out and punch something. Like, are you, are you going to be ready for that? And so it's great that you're, you know, looking ahead, um, all the while, like, you know, working with your, um, you know, franchise owners to, uh, work all together. It just, um, I think it's just very inspiring overall that, you know, you are, you are not doing it alone. You have that, um, kind of proof of concept with all the franchises you've opened or the locations you've opened up so far, but we're going to keep going. It needs to be that drive toward excellence and you need to keep on raising that bar. And I think that's important for, for all entrepreneurs, whether you're in a service business or if you're in a product business, like once you launch, great, what's the next iteration? You know, what are we rolling out? What are we rolling out next? And the, the world is moving so fast that if you're not constantly pursuing excellence and pursuing evolution, um, you're going to get passed by. So my job as, as leader of this franchise is just to make sure we're not getting passed by, like we're, we're leading the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as a year comes up, um, it must be kind of surreal, (laughs) right. Or maybe you haven't really like taken the time to stop yet to look at everything, but you know, it's crazy to think that, you know, at least at the time that this recording comes out, I'm sure it'll be nearly a year, you know, since all this has started. And so, um, at this point, what's your, what's, what are you most proud of in, in, in your journey so far in the short time that you've been able to uh, start the kick house? I think it's building, um, building a culture that really thrives and grows based on collaboration. And I think that's important in, in any franchise, but, but that doesn't always come to life. And, um, my owners will tell you, I dish out homework. Um, if I need help with something and you're an owner that has that expertise, like I'm going to ask for that help. I'm going to ask you to collaborate with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, same with all the members of the the support team, the reason we've grown so fast is every member of my team knows that, um, there is no shame in raising your hand and asking for help. That is how we're moving quickly. So you need to raise your hand and ask for help. If you are sitting in a silo and working on something on your own, that's Mm going to be too slow. You know, we have, um, 35 locations with, with people at those locations who want to help, who believe in our mission. And so where we collaborate together and where we divide workload and where we get, um, group think happening, um, you know, it really brings the best solutions to the table and it's helped us move, um, really quickly. So that's what I'm most proud of looking backward. And and I really hope to, and plan to take that cultural element and, and make sure it comes to life going forward also. 
Awesome. I, I think that's a, a great way to wrap up our conversation here. Um, and it's very hopeful and I'm very excited for you. And I hope to reconnect with you again a couple of years from now, or, or maybe see a location pop up in my area and be like, oh, Jessica's here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, but that's, that's really incredible. And, you know, kudos to you again for just being able to, um, you know, start <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic and uh, continue to thrive. And I, I really do wish you the best and hope that you continue to thrive moving forward. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And again, to our listeners, this is Jessica Yarmi, who is the CEO of The Kick House. Her website is thekickhouse.com. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com dot com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.